All right, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Emmett Fox Friday. I'm your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the line co-host, Mr. Chris Sheridan. What's going on, Chris? Is it hot again? It's all, it's, well, it's not quite as hot, so that's okay. good. That's something. It's something, yeah. And Friday, Emmett Fox Friday, so. It's Emmett Fox Friday. Exactly. Yeah. So we so, got that going for us, don't we? That's right. That's right. I look forward <laughs> to it every week, and it <laughs> is upon you. us. It is upon us. It is here. So we are talking today about the one thing that matters uh, out of his book, Find and Use Your Inner Power. This comes from page 75 of that book. We're not uh, going through directly in order, but we're roughly in order on the book, so I don't know. We're about it quarter of the way through it so we got plenty of shows still on on this important uh work find and use your inner power so we're going to keep going each friday and uh exploring emmett fox's work so thank you for joining us we appreciate you guys here uh, join us each friday for a new emmett fox show and then sunday for our longer cosmic eye show so chris is going to start uh this week and uh, i'll follow up and then we'll do our uh I'll discuss our discussion on the subject so take it away sir whenever you're ready All right. The one thing that matters. The most important of all things to possess is peace of mind. There is absolutely nothing else in the world which is equal in value to that. Nothing else that life can offer is so important. And yet it seems to be about the last thing that many people work for. They strive both spiritually and materially for everything else under the sun. Whereas if they had everything else and still lacked peace of mind, they would be miserable. If anyone should come to you with a billion dollars in one hand and peace of mind in the other, if you took the billion dollars, you'd be the most foolish person on earth. Peace of mind includes all other good things. If you have this, it does not matter where you are or what surrounding conditions may be, all will be well. Even if the outer picture were an unpleasant one in itself, it would cause you no grief if you had peace of mind. And very soon that picture would inevitably change into something better. Peace of mind is positively the greatest of all God's gifts. Pray for this, and the rest will take care of itself. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, said Jesus, implying that this was the highest good he had to give us. And truly, peace of mind is the one thing that matters. Peace of mind is the one thing that matters. All right, powerful message. Uh, let's let's break this down a little bit. You know what I was reminded of actually when we were reading through this is um, the idea of uh, of of another saying of Jesus is seek first the kingdom of God and all else will be added unto you. It's that same sort of idea. So this peace of mind is almost like likened to the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, or the kingdom of God. However you want to translate that, those different ideas. Uh, but that's it's like the state of mind, it's a state of peace that comes from within. And really everything else comes comes out of this state. You know, it's not something that that some material possession or uh action or certain, you know, lifestyle or whatever makes you have. It's something it's it's really the reverse of that. Uh, the peace of mind comes first and then the other stuff comes after that. Or if, you know, if you don't have that peace of mind, that even if you have those, those other things, the wealth, the, you know, the fame, the, 
excitement, the, you know, the globe, globe trotting lifestyle or whatever it is that you're, you know, that you're trying to achieve that, you know, if you don't have that peace of mind, it, 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 it really doesn't mean anything. Those other achievements, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And it's good to maybe unpack this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and one way to find out what something is, is to look at its opposite, uh, to find out what it is not. So if you have worry and stress, if you have frustration, regrets, and resentments, if you harbor uh, bad feelings about yourself <laughs> or other people, mm -hmm. if you gravitate towards injustices and you don't have gratitude in your life, you're probably not living with peace of mind. That's a very unpeaceful state of mind. So to get those things, in a way, maybe peace of mind is a byproduct of having transcended some of the worries and everyday fears that life throws at us. And since this is a spiritual book and, and the Fox is a spiritual person, as are we, uh, it's the spiritual solution because, you know, to, to quote another one, if God is with us, who can be against us? Yeah. You know, if you really trust in you know the higher power uh, whether it's your transpersonal capital s self or the god within the christ within the buddha within the infinite within uh, even if you look at god as being some outer kind of thing if you can put that much trust and faith and that quality of faith that gosh i may have a lot of worldly troubles and there may be fears and concerns and doubts and all these things, if you can turn that over and then trust that you're part of this larger experience and that that divine nature not only has the wisdom, but the power to protect you, to guide you, to see some of these difficult things through, then of course you have peace of mind. But how could you be upset? How could you be disturbed? If you have that, it's when we rely on our own, 100% on our own willpower, uh, our own you know, knowledge and ability to do things, or worse, depend on somebody else for those things, mm -hmm. uh, that we can run into trouble. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then, you know, it's it's almost one of these things, too, where we've talked about this many times, and of course you... You know, you talk about the inner life a lot in the in the work that you do. And it's one of these things that, um, you know, it's a kind of an inner versus outer thing. I mean, this this peace of mind is a is a is a sort of a feeling state. It's a sort of a an attitude or a thought or, a, you know, kind of an, an emotional uh, connection to an idea or what have you. You know, it's it's hard to kind of describe what peace of mind is, obviously, to to different people. But we kind of know it when we when we feel it. You know, we know it when we feel it, and it's something that comes from within ourselves. It may be connected. This is where you know we kind of get confused sometimes because we think, oh, I'm happy when this person is around, or oh, I'm sad when they leave, and oh, I have peace of mind when I go to a temple or I have peace of mind when I go do my meditation at the Zen center or something. And, you know, so then you begin to associate it with those different places or different people and so on. And you forget that, no, those things are being created. That state of mind known as peace of mind is being created 
within yourself. And those outer situations are helping to sort of quote unquote trigger it, but in a positive way. So it's not that there's no connection between the outside world and your inner states of mind. But what we're aiming at is to kind of live from the inside out instead of living from the outside in. And that's a sort of a different, it's a shift. It's a fundamental shift in, in how you, you operate in a lot of ways because instead of looking for that peace of mind, you cultivate peace of mind within yourself and then you begin to radiate it outwards. And instead of being like a moon where you're you know, reflecting the sun, you become like the sun and you're actually radiating that peace outward. So it's a much more powerful sort of a, a way of, 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 of being. You know what I mean? It's, it's a different quality, isn't it, to, to, to cultivate that from within. You can find it outside yourself. I mean, certainly, right? There's different, you know, people go to yoga and they do the healing bowl meditations and they do all these different things. They go to concerts and, and people drink and take drugs. And, you know, certainly those things can stimulate a peace of mind, quote unquote. But it's it's somewhat it's somewhat false, you know. It, well, it's temporary. It's, it's temporary. And, That's it's not false. And it's, it's very temporary. dependent on dependent. These Good outer conditions. Yeah, working in a way that suits you or you know satisfies your ego. Yeah. Um, but they could easily disappear or change for the worse. The idea about an internal peace of mind. I'm glad you're you know, bringing that up about you know, where this center of gravity or this sort of locus of control is based inside because if you have that and i love that idea of radiating out um, you could take that inner peace of mind and put yourself in a situation that might be unpredictable or kind of unpeaceful maybe chaotic maybe frightful or whatever but you will still maintain some poise or calmness like an centered confidence mm -hmm. um you know that that i will get through this i'm bringing a peaceful attitude because a lot of times if, if you're disturbed inside and then you approach a disturbed person or a disturbing situation you're just going to add more it's not really going to help you or the situation and there's another um parable i guess it was about uh, calming the storm it's in the new testament where jesus is out on the boat and uh, I guess the storm rises up. I'm not really sure where this is. And uh, it's in Luke, and the people, I believe. It's in Luke? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and people are, are you know, terrified mm -hmm. um, and all that. But then they say, you know, he, he's the one that calmed the waters um, and stilled this, this chaotic uh, storm. Uh, but really esoterically uh, to look at that, yes, there's a metaphor for the boat and you're in the water and there's a storm and if you're in a relatively small boat in a stormy sea mm -hmm. in a large boat it can be really terrifying uh you know dangerous in fact mm -hmm. um, but i think what he's really talking about is this inner peace and that will calm the outer storms because you have a calm centered peace of mind that's a great way to put it it's interesting too because in that gospel um He's actually asleep in the back of the boat. And, and it's like, you know, he's, he's, 
he's he's at peace you know he's got he's got the peace of mind and he knows you know he knows that everything's going to be all right but the the disciples are all freaking out and wake him up and then he just stands up and says peace be still and the storm dissipates and that's kind of an interesting um if you look at that esoterically or kind of metaphysically i mean it kind of reminds us of our christ consciousness it's always there it may seem like it's asleep but when we raise that consciousness up you know we can create that that peace of mind that stills the storm you know and and so that's that's a, it's a beautiful section and i i'm, I'm like 90 percent sure it's it's luke it's if it's not luke it's matthew so it's one of the two of those um should have should have prepped that one but yeah, Actually, it was funny. But, you know what, though? It was funny because as you were saying that, I was thinking about that same story. It popped into my head, uh, uh, you know, right yeah. right before you mentioned it. So that's uh, that's interesting. Great. Well, there's another one, too. The um, uh, lilies of the field. Um, see how they toil not and worry not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think he was talking about what the disciples were worried about what they were going to eat. Yeah. And what the they were going to wear and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he goes, look at the lilies. They don't, they don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. They're, um, you know, no King would be dressed in such finer glory yeah, as, as exactly. the lily of the fields. And again, that's this worrying, this stressing about, you know, what's tomorrow going to bring yep. and how are we going to manage it? Uh, this is that peace of mind. If you're really connected with that larger experience, it's almost like, I guess to wrap the metaphors around, to go back to the boat, if you have a much larger boat, um, the storm won't be as disruptive Yeah, and you could, as it is if you're in a small boat. That's a great point, point because then you, you think of that boat as being that, that boat of faith or that boat of peace of mind. And so the more that you cultivate it within, the more solid your, your, your boat is. It becomes a ship then that can't be, it can't be, you know, swamped by some, some, some waves or a small storm. Right. So, um, that's a great, great way to look at it. Um, he puts it this way at the end of this. I really like the way that he's kind of ends this last, uh, this last paragraph. Peace of mind is positively the greatest of all God's gifts. So it's a grace, you know, God's gifts are given in, as grace. They're, they're something that are kind of bestowed on us, you know, and generally speaking, when I think of things like that, I think of something that we already possess that we really just have to get in touch with. Um, you know, it's, it's like having a secret bank account that we're, we suddenly become aware of or a, or a store of food or something that we didn't, didn't know that we had. Uh, and things like that, you know, it'd be sort of like, you know, I'm kind of thinking of that or it's something within that we just need to discover. It's not something that we need to go get, you know, but, but really how we do this though, he says is pray for this and the rest will take care of itself. The rest being, you know, the outside world, but you know, this is a great kind of an affirmation or almost just something you can say or something to remind yourself of. You know, peace. I, I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. And you can imagine you know, that figure of Jesus just handing over that peace to you, you know, and he, he gave that peace to us, you know, and it's well known in the gospels that really his message was a message of peace. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, some, uh, some of the, some of the people question him because of the, you know, the idea of the Messiah was to, to be a military leader in some people's minds. Uh, and so, you know, when he came bringing peace and came bringing a spiritual kingdom, you know, it was, it was somewhat disconcerting to a lot of folks. 
so, you know, so that's something, something you can remember though, in this message there. And I'm kind of reminded too, I don't, I don't know why, but I, I think about this, um, this idea that this peace of mind is something within yourself and that you have to cultivate. I imagine like when, when Buddha was in his, he was under the, under the bow tree, you know, I'm sorry, it was prior to him being under the bow tree, but that was before his enlightenment and he was being attacked by all these temptations. It's kind of likened to the idea of Christ's temptation in the, in the desert and uh, Mara, the um, illusion and sort of uh, the world kind of spirit sends all these different temptations to him. And then finally he, you know, he refuses all the temptations and then basically attacks him with all these fierce demons and these, um, you know, swords and projectiles and spears are all flying at him. And basically then there's this idea that, and those things just kind of rained down on him, but then he was, and he was just protected by, I'm pretty sure it was the hood of a, a Naga serpent, if I'm not mistaken, or something, something along these lines. But basically he was enclosed in this bubble that protected, that protected him from, from all of this. And, but all of that, he was, you know, he was sort of generating from within his own experience, his own, his own consciousness in essence. And he, you know, he realized that was, he had that great realization and he conquered that, that fear and he, you know, he cultivated that peace of mind within himself. You know, and it's it's very similar to the idea of Jesus calming the storm or Jesus' temptation moving moving beyond the devil and things like that. And those those things, that's the thing. It's the outside world will come and try to take our peace of mind from us, or it will try to tell us that it's the reason for our peace of mind. You know, oh, if you just have this or that car or this or that house or this or that job or political orientation or power, you know, then you'll have that peace of mind. But it's a con game. You know, the enemy is trying to fool you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It really is a con game because the, the the human desire is such that it it's it's a hole. And it's a hole in the sense that the more that you throw into it, the more that it wants. The hole just gets bigger when you put stuff into it. And and so and it's not it's not a bad thing per se. It's just that we have to rel you have to r sort of relegate it and kind of, or, or we have to kind of um, just control it within ourselves. You know, we have to sort of control that desire so it doesn't go wildly out of control. It's a good thing because I mean, a spiritual desire or a desire to help people or a desire to, you know, do good and, and, and help the world and so on is, is, is desire. It's desire channeled though. You know, because it's the same kind of energy that could be used for, you know, ruthless power or it could be used for, you know what I mean? Taking taking things over or, you know, destruction and things like that for, for you know, one's own personal ends or what have you. So it's really that you've got to temper it. And this peace of mind is is that, you know, that creation and tempering of, of desire. It's that creation and tempering of a certain um, feeling and a certain sort of emotional content within the soul. And, you know, it's hard to put your finger on, but you know it when you feel it, you know, and really in the end, he's saying, pray for this and the rest will take care of itself. So. Well, I have from this, yeah. uh, I'm thinking of stillness, you know, be still, uh, be at peace, be still and know that I am God. Um, again, back to the stilling the waters. It's a stilling of the mind. Um, mm. and with stillness means you're not agitated. You're not disappointed. You're not stressed. You're not depressed. Um, 
it's a very present and like using the water again, when water, say like a pond or a lake, if the water is still, uh, it reflects on the surface more clearly what's above. And it being still is also clear. It's not agitated or muddy. So it helps you see down through what's below. And it requires this stillness. And that's, it's kind of an active, you think peace may be peace is the absence of war. It's just, oh, I'm just at peace. There's nothing going on. But stillness, it's kind of a nothing, but it's kind of a something. Mm. It's something to strive for, something to ask for, still the mind. It's like restoring balance. It can be a very dynamic thing to get there and to maintain it. Um, and it takes your presence and, um, you know, your active thoughts. Mm -hmm. But so, cause when a negative thought or an agitating <laughs> experience comes in, it's like, peace, be still, chill, be still. It's something you kind of have to do mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. a way. Yeah. And I guess I'm putting do in air quotes, cause it's not really an ego activity like that. You can't, oh, I'm just determined to be peaceful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't quite, it's like, you know, straining to meditate. Um, yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but so it's, it's a letting go and kind of a doing nothing, but it's, it's a very active, present activity. Yeah, exactly. Um, Good call. To be still, to calm the thoughts. If they come in, let them go. Uh, notice them and send them off you know, into the distance or wherever, wherever they need to go. Mm -hmm. And all these other, you know, images like, you know, a church built upon a rock instead of on, you know, shifting sand, you know, this foundation, there is a stillness there. It won't be disturbed. The three little pigs, you know, if you build your house out of straw or twigs, um, it's not going to be very still against the uh, big bad wolf. Not so much. So this rock built of brick, uh, there is a stable kind of structural <laughs> stability in this stillness. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I guess to move, uh, <laughs> move to Zen or to the Tao, uh, where a reed, I'm talking about a reed blowing in the wind at the root, is connected so the top part might sway with the wind uh, but it doesn't become uprooted if it were too rigid uh, it might snap under a force applied against it so there's a little bit of but that's again that's what i mean about this active thing if you're you know say if you're walking you know a line or a balance beam or um, you're trying to balance on one foot. You might, yeah, you, know, you might move your arms a little bit. Ooh, move to one side uh, to maintain this stability. So there, there's still activity, and there's a maintenance of it. But it's not a forceful thing. It's taking what's coming in, kind of bending and flowing with it without losing your center. And I think being centered in yourself and your thoughts, and your emotions doesn't mean you're not going to have them, but you're centered in this stable core that isn't swayed by outside interference. Fantastic. That's a great point. That's a great point. I love that. That's still point at the center idea. 
that's a valuable one and speaking of peace of mind. All right, I think it's going to be uh, about it for us today. We've, we're, we're near the, the end of our normal time for this show. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to add, I think you put that pretty beautifully. So I want to kind of leave on, on that note. But if you got something something else to add, please do. I don't want to, I don't want to stifle anyone's peace of mind. Do you have anything yeah, else you'd like, to, you'd like to let flow out into the world, like, like the sun shining? Um, well, it's this, uh, that last paragraph again, uh, from yeah. Emmett Fox, you know, peace of mind is positively the greatest of all God's gifts. Pray for this and the rest will take care of itself. I mean, that's such a big, bold statement. It is. Uh, and that's something maybe we can add in now to, uh, our daily affirmations or prayers is, you know, Lord grant me, you know, peace and serenity. Um, yeah. Grant me this gift and be able to receive it because it can be unsettling when you're so used to the chaos and activity. I got to do this. I got to balance this and stand on my head and yeah, you know, all yeah. these things I have to do to get through the day. Um, you know, just pray for peace of mind. Um, you know, and then that, have that take care of everything else instead of, well, if I have everything else taken care of, then I'll be at peace. Yeah. It's like, well, be take at care peace of the peace first. Yeah. These things will you know, be easier to take care of, or they may not even be a thing at all. Good call. If you really yeah. have this peace. Absolutely. All right. Very good point. And then the last quote, of course, from Jesus, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not much more you can say after that. So thank you for joining us uh, for the Cosmic Eye Show, for our Emmett Fox Writer Show. We appreciate you guys. Please join us on Sunday. Thank you for uh, all of our listeners who are supporting us. If you'd like to support the show, uh, please go to anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye, and you can make a donation there. I'm the author of If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. So if you want to learn a little bit more about this peace of mind thing, you know, meditation will definitely help you uh, achieve that and help you cultivate that state of mind. And you can find that on Amazon. If you can, where you can meditate, Chris's book is the spirit in the sky. And that's also available on Amazon. And you've got some great stuff in there as well about spiritual things, peace of mind, developing states and getting through adversities and so forth. So both of those books would be a great help in your search for peace of mind. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Chris. Great stuff today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We will be back on Sunday. Have a, uh, have a great night. We'll, uh, We'll see you soon. Uh, have a great weekend. Goodbye and God bless.